Welcome to the Michelob Ultra Golf Show with Jeff Kolpak on 740 The Fan and 107.3 FM. That's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. The Golf Show is presented to you by Michelob Ultra. Also brought to you in part by Fargo Park District Public Golf Courses, Barnesville Grocery, Moorhead Parks, Forest Hills Golf Course, and Wildflower Golf. Here it comes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. In your life have you seen anything like that. Now, let's head to the first tee. This guy's pretty good. And here's your host, Jeff Kolpak. And a very good morning to everybody out there in Gulf land. I hope you guys are handling the weather better than <laughs> some of us, but uh, we'll get there. We'll get there, and um, just a matter of time. Later in the show, Dave Schultz from the Fargo Country Club will join us. Uh, Dave is always um, uh, a great ambassador of golf and, and a great proponent of golf and, and just a great and fun guy to have on the air. And before I get to my first guest, uh, we have a giveaway uh, this year or this weekend, um, the Orange Whip Trainer. We've had Orange Whip uh, on our show, I think, nearly every year that they've been uh, great uh, ambassadors and, and, and great friends of the golf show. Text the number 35270. Text the word orange to the number 35270. Orange and the number again, 35270. And we will draw a winner uh, at random after the show. And speaking of Orange Whip Golf, uh, the owner, the inventor, Jim Hackenberg, is kind enough to take a few minutes out of his morning to join us. Good morning, Jim. How are you? I'm great, Jeff. And what's the problem with the weather? It's about 70 degrees here in Arizona right now. <laughs> yeah. You know, you've been, I've noticed, you've been in a little nostalgic mood, Jim, um, uh, on your Instagram account, uh, going back to where you started in golf. So um, I, I bet it's been a, it's been a good time for you. It is. It was fun. I stopped by Ken McDonald Golf Course, where I first worked when I moved to Arizona in 1986 after high school. And uh, I just wanted to go. All I did all day was I would work half the day and golf half the day. That was my life. But it uh, it kind of propelled me forward to eventually qualify or walk onto the Arizona State golf team. So that it was a good memory to head back to, to that golf course. That's awesome. Uh, Jim, uh, a graduate, an 1886 graduate of Grand Forks Central, went down south. And you've been in the golf business uh, since then, I take it, correct? Yep. Actually, I worked at the Grand Forks Country Club before that for Leo Marshall since mm-hmm. uh, ninth grade and uh, had a great experience there. Leo was a great boss, a great pro. Great guys. So, uh, yeah, no, I've been around golf. The funny thing about my experience at Arizona, when I started the job there, I cleaned all the carts and took care of all the range balls. I got paid $3.50 an hour. I remember <laughs> that very well. Yeah. And love and life, obviously. Exactly. Yeah. You're working <laughs> exactly. in golf. Uh, before we get into some of the specifics of Orange Whip Golf and Fitness, um, not everybody knows about the Orange Whip Trainer. Let's just give uh, some listeners a review. It's the it's the fifth largest signal AM signal in the country at 740 The Fan here. I'm sure not everybody is familiar. So give us a little review of, of how you got this going. Yep. I was a wannabe tour player who didn't quite make it as a tour player, but then I stayed in the business of teaching golf. And I was a very technical teacher, but then I had the great opportunity to caddy for Patrick Moore, a fellow North Dakota native. Mm-hmm. In the uh, on the PGA Tour, so I thought, hey, that'd be a great experience. So I went and caddied on tour, and while, while watching the best players in the world every day, I noticed their rhythm and their balance was perfect. And I'm like, how do they do that day in and day out? I started to see that it was just basically 
they looked to me like they're swinging a ball on the end of a chain. That was the image I came up with. Mm-hmm. And I go, that's, that's what all great players swing like. When I see Rory McIlroy do it, or when you watch Tom Watson from back in the day. So I thought, how do I replicate that? And what I came up with was a tool that was basically, instead of a chain, I used a fiberglass, like a fishing rod. And I put a weighted orange ball on one end and I counterbalanced it on the other end. And the counterbalance is what keeps it on plane. So by simply swinging this device back and forth, a person will find their natural swing plane that keeps them in balance, that also creates maximum power mm-hmm. by utilizing their body while they swing and rotate. So it, it just became a tool to help people feel what I was watching when I was on the PGA Tour caddying. Yeah, yep. Well, I count myself as a, as a client, Jim, with the uh, Orange Whip trainer. I had surgery, back surgery about a year and a half ago. And I use it just for rehab and and just getting back in the swing of things, so to speak. I just think that's one of the benefits of, of your of your invention. So coming out of uh, like your situation with the surgery, which is basically not playing much in the winter because I know it's been a tough, cold winter up there. Mm-hmm. It's a good way to loosen up the body and get ready. Yep. Uh, OrangeWhipGolf.com is the website. To, you can uh, find the Orange Whip trainer locally at the Fargo Country Club. Osteds, Village Green, Rose Creek, and Shields. I've seen it. Uh, it. It's very noticeable when you walk into these golf shops. It's the big orange ball, and and uh, try it out. I, I really, it's um, it's a it's a great invention, and it's Jim. It's standing the test of time. I think that's a a key with uh, what you've invented here. Is it, it's it's lasting. It's been a great run, and it's been just over fifteen years. And what's nice is I have a patent on the product, and mm-hmm. that's really what's kept it going for so long. This patent is all to do with the counterbalance, which is what keeps you on plane while swinging it, which gives you the feeling of a tour player's swing. Yeah. So that's really been our, our longevity as a patent, so I'm uh, very proud of that. And I think you've uh, withstood some imitations out there, too. And that, to me, is another key, that uh, the first and the best. I, I just uh, um, how, have you, how have you been able to uh, weather the competition, so to speak? Well, that's a great question, because I was very nervous when it first appeared, but now there's multiple versions. Well, how we've done it is we're, we're very proud that all of our parts are from the U.S., and we hand-make orange whips in the U.S. and South Carolina. Mm-hmm. So that's number one. And then just the design, it, there's a feeling. You could take any of those imitations and then swing that and then swing ours. Every golfer will tell you that the orange whip feels better because it's putting them on plane, mm-hmm. and that's the key element. So it's still tough. I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of uh, them out there. And a lot of people see that maybe this cheaper version made in China would be the better option. But until they try ours, they don't know the difference. So we, our message lately is just the counterbalance is what keeps you in balance and on plane. So give us a shot because I think you're going to find it much more effective. Jim Hackenberg of Orange Golf, Orange Whip Golf and Fitness is the guest on the golf show. This is Jeff Kopak on 740 The Fan, 107.3 FM on the dial. Coming to you from the Gunnarsson Jewelers studio. There's more than just the trainer. I mean, you have uh, expanded into a lot of stuff. I, I, I just checking the website this week. I uh, have you even added more stuff in the last year? Where, where, where are you adding with, uh, and especially in the fitness angle too? Yes, Brian Newman, who's a PGA member, and a, and, a, and he joined our team because he take, he's a golf pro who has a teaching background, but he's a fitness guy, so he's combined the body movements of fitness into golf. Mm-hmm. So he's created a whole program using all the Orange Whip products, and that has greatly expanded our, our reach because there's people who just want to warm up, get loose before they go play using Orange Whip, but then there's people who want to take their games to the next level, mm-hmm. and that's where our, our golf and fitness get involved. 
So I, we were just in, uh, I was just leaving Phoenix now. We worked with Stan Utley yesterday, Brian, myself, and Stan. And we used some of Brian's work with not just the full swing, but even down to the short game. The way the body moves even on the short game is a, is a very important feature. Right. So we've continued to grow. And our newest feature is probably our, our, our device called the Turn Trainer. And the Turn Trainer is a belt. And you have these foot straps that you hook onto your golf shoes or your tennis shoes. Yeah. And then a resistance band that you hook up that allows you to learn to turn in a proper sequence with the swinging motion. And there's it's a resist situation, or you can adjust the band to make it in a, a, an assist. So either way, your body's learning to move like an athlete with the turn trainer. So that's been a really big boost to everything to us is about feel. How do you feel when mm-hmm. you're doing that? Or how does it feel as a golfer? And that's really what we've continued to grow with in our in all of our aspects of Orange Whip Golf. Yeah, you're really getting technical. I mean, we're looking at the Orange Whip 4D motion training software. <laughs> you know, yeah. the, the golf swing belt. Um, it's just uh, really the and, and everybody out there. We're not golfing, but you can do this stuff in your in your garage, your basement, wherever. Exactly, and the, and the beautiful thing about the 4D that you had mentioned, it's one sensor. You have to put it in about three different locations. It takes just a couple of minutes. But what it will do for a golfer is it'll collect all that data, put it into a program, and then it will tell you where your body or your swing movement needs to be improved, and it'll give you a plan to follow. And that's a beautiful thing. It's like having your own coach doing it at your own at your own pace, and it provides you a plan. And that's really what we're proud of because it automatically, based on how we've coordinated it, to provide a, a plan to develop the skills you need. Yeah, and I'm reading right off the website, the Orange Whip module uses 3D motion capture technology to analyze golf swings, golf swing skills and points of performance. It's a correctional training system. And so, yes, exactly. Wow. And it's above my, uh, it's above my pay grade, but it's, <laughs> but it's fun to work with Brian on because he, he's helped me tremendously on some of the issues I've dealt with in my golf swing. So it's, yeah. it's kind of, it's a neat little program to allow yourself to, find what you need to work on. How important is it for you to keep things fresh? I think very important because, you know, otherwise things just kind of, they're there, you see them in the background, but to be up front in their mind really helps us to, to spread the message, to share this idea with other golfers. So, mm-hmm. And that's, that's a great question, too, because, because of COVID, we were not allowed to go to many golf teaching shows or oh, yeah. consumer shows or events. And now we're back, and we've done a lot this spring, and it's been really refreshing to, to get in front of people, to talk with them, to help them with their game, and they're still very excited, but we it helps to be in front of them, so that helped us keep fresh as well. Were you surprised at the growth of the game through COVID? It was predicted to go the other way. Yeah, exactly. Well, I was surprised, but very happily surprised, because it, it benefited us, it benefited golf, because as you would probably agree, we, we were seeing golf kind of slowly trickle down, mm-hmm. And I was sad to see it. I'm a, I'm a big golf proponent. And to see it trickling down, I was like, wow, which course is going? But now I'm very happy it's, it's back, and it's back strong. We're going to take a break. More with our conversations, Jim. But first, remember, text the word ORANGE to 35270. The word ORANGE to 35270. Enter your chance to win an Orange Whip trainer. This is Jeff Kopak. back after this. I saw you slam your club in anger. I saw you look at me and wonder if I don't 
Welcome back. This is Jeff Kopak. This is The Gulf Show on 740 The Fan, 107.3 FM. You can always podcast. It's available on inform.com or on the 740 The Fan website. Jim Hackenberg is the owner-operator and inventor of Orange Whip Golf and Fitness, started with the Orange Whip Trainer and has morphed into several products. Kind of have to take a few more minutes. Jim, uh, Chappie Golf, tell me about that. So it's a new thing I've introduced this year. It's uh, In a quick term, I call it the pickleball of golf. Okay. It's a it's an easier version of golf that people can play almost anywhere. Uh, I've got one ball that's about the size of a baseball. It's the weight of a golf ball, but it's the size of a baseball. It's a harder foam material. And I've got a one club. You only get one club. It's right or left-handed. It's a, roughly a seven-iron loft. And, uh, it's 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 just what's neat about it is you go to a park. You could go to a, a par three course like El Zago. You could go to uh, uh-huh. the beach and you could hit it there. So it's it's it only goes one third the distance, but you can hit shots with it. You can hit shots that curve right to left, or you can hit low high. The more the more skilled the player, the more shots they can create. Mm. So I introduced this because when I was developed the Orange Whip, I was teaching people how to swing, but then when I transitioned into hitting balls, a lot of people would struggle with making contact the way they wanted because there's a golf, you got a tiny little ball and then you got a long club and it's not the easiest game to learn. So I thought if I had a somewhere between real golf and just swinging an orange whip, I could make an opportunity for people who are just getting into it to have more fun and, mm-hmm. and, and give a chance to move the ball forward. But as I developed it, the, the club and ball, I started enjoying hitting it. I started having fun hitting shots. <laughs> You're a pro, yeah. And mm-hmm. yes, it was like a neat, it was a neat opportunity for me. So I've just introduced it this year. It's a soft launch. I've been testing it out. Even when I've been out here in Arizona for the last few days, I've uh, had the opportunity to play a course called Mountain Shadows Resort, which is a beautiful par three course. Well, the fun thing about that is because it only goes a maximum of a hundred yards, each hole basically becomes a par four. Mm-hmm. and I could play it like it's real golf on a smaller property. So I've had a lot of fun with it. I've introduced it uh, at the PGA show as well as a few consumer shows, but I still got a long ways to go. Uh, even Well, this winter, I, I visited North Dakota twice. I was there at Christmas, and I was there in early March, mm-hmm. and I took this chappy ball and club, and I went out in the in the park where I used to hit golf balls as a kid, but I, you know, there's two feet of snow, but I was able to hit... <laughs> Hit these chappy balls and have fun when it was middle of winter. So that was that was a neat experience as well. Yeah, when do you hope to get that out in the public market? Well, it's out there now. It's out there now. Uh, okay. Yep. Our website is chappygolf.com and it's chappy c h a p p i e, and we've got it out there. We've got product available, and I'm just finding the best way to utilize it is to almost have a demo day of sorts. Where if I at a, at a facility that's got room where I can have people come out and just hit some shots with it to get a, a feel for it because it's it's unique at first, but once you start hitting it, it's a very fun experience. Like you and I could stand on a football field ninety to hundred yards apart and just hit back and forth to each other like we're playing catch, and that's a fun experience. And actually, the neat thing about this foam ball, it comes in soft because it's spinning so much, kind of like an old school balada. Yeah. And you could catch it barehanded without any problem. Now, I have your Stan Utley wedge, and I've gone to the, my local practice area up at Edgewood and, and, and just get, get the feel for that. I, I just, to me, it's, it's, 
the short game, you you could do all the drivers you want, but man, around that green, that's just where you can really clean a lot of things up. And uh, this, what? How did you develop the the Utley wedge? And if you could describe that, sure. So I I've always struggled with the short game my whole life. I've always considered myself a, a pretty good, if not a very good, ball striker. But sometimes if I miss a green, I'm I was just happy to get it on the green mm-hmm. on the next shot. And if you want to play at a high level, you've got to be better than that. So I have always struggled with it. But going to many teaching summits that Stan Utley would present his his concepts and ideas, he was saying things I never really knew. Yeah, I was always the old school, put the club hand away in front of the ball, hit down on it, and hang on tight. But <laughs> he showed me how to use the balance of a club. And we got to be friendly with each other, get to know each other. And he goes, Jimmy, I've watched you swing. I've seen you hit balls. You have a beautiful swing. But then when I watch you chip, he goes, you don't chip anything like you swing. Why don't you? And he stated, he goes, what you've developed with the orange whip can be utilized in the short game. So let's put a wedge head on the end of the the flexible counterweighted shaft you've got. And let's see how much better this helps your game. And it, it was immediate. It was a very, it was a whole different concept of learning how to swing the club head and let the club bounce through the ground with the bounce of the bottom of the club yeah. rather than me dig the leading edge into the turf and create problems basically. Yeah. So he is the one who gave me the concept and it's really, it's changed a lot of how I view it and how I share the, the short game with other golfers. Yeah. One of my best friends, he hits the ball three ten off the tee, but he's just so bad around the green. I just said, take this man and work on it. <laughs> take this. Yeah. We- yeah, we did some great work yesterday at Greyhawk filming with Stan here in Arizona. And it's just so fun to watch him just utilize. It, it, it looks so easy to him and comfortable. So I'm trying to, my goal in life is to look like that one day. So I use my orange whip wedge quite a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's just really a matter of finding the flow of it, allowing the club to skim through the grass, and let the club do what uh, what Walter Hagen designed, uh, or the Gene, no, Gene Sarazen. Mm-hmm. When he designed the bounce of a wedge, let that utilize the best benefit to give you room for error. That's what I never had before. Jim Hackenberg is the guest. OrangeWhipGolf.com is the web address. Check it out. Orange Whip Golf and Fitness is the, is the company. I want to talk about one more product before uh, we close here, and that that's the putter. I have the, uh, I can't remember what it's called, it's just the Orange Whip Putter Blade or something like that. I yep. have it at work. Yep. I, I have it at work, yeah. and, and, it, and the form office building downtown is an old building, and so where I my desk is, there's a nice right to left uh, break <laughs> on the floor, and uh, yeah. yeah. So I just uh, I, I I've been you know hitting shots all winter. Just got a little cup, and I, I think that's it's it hit it teaches you how to hit the putt square, correct? Exactly. So the design is it's the same orange drip shaft, so it's flexible. So that's going to teach your timing and your load and your unload. But the putter head has actually got a round face to it, mm-hmm. and that's unusual. But it, it's 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 a fairly big radius, so it's it's noticeable, but it's not it doesn't tr- make that much of a difference. But if you hit it dead in the center, all the mass is right in the center of that putter head, and you feel the energy get delivered. Almost think of like a wrecking ball when it smashes into whatever it's wrecking. You know, it, it's yeah. got all this energy it loads and unloads. So I've tried to emulate that with this putter, where most of the mass is right near the center of that head, and when you deliver it properly with the right flow back and through, you can feel the ball roll off perfectly. So mm-hmm. I love that you got a space to putt with it because 
that's what, what it is. You put in practice is something that's got to be done and find yourself a comfortable location to do it. And you will, by using the orange putter, you'll find your rhythm, you'll find your tempo, and then you'll learn to deliver the energy right to the back of the ball. When you go back to your normal putter, it's going to be much more effective and you'll roll the ball better than you've ever rolled it. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm in hopes, of course, of uh, you can always improve your putting. How big's your company these days? In regards to employees, yeah, we have yeah. uh, 15 employees, which mm-hmm. is about what we've been staying at for many years now. 15 employees. We've got a, a very nice warehouse uh, in, in Easley, South Carolina, 15,000 square feet. And we make all the orange whips there. We have a beautiful indoor practice area, full swing, putting, chipping. It's a, We're going to actually host a teaching summit there in, in a few weeks, so I'm excited about that. Mm. But, yeah, we, and we've also just installed a pickleball court. And when I say install, basically just we painted the floor with the pickleball material color, and then we also um, – we got the net, so we've been playing pickleball. We've got a basketball hoop in there. So not only do we work, we got a little little playground uh, inside of our building as well. I play pickleball as well. Are we going to see some sort of orange whip pickleball trainer or something? What do you got? Well, my business partner, Doug Wald, who's originally from Minot, wants that. He is really pushing for that. <laughs> <laughs> so we, uh, we're, we're looking into it because I tell you what, pickleball is a, is, is a growing, fun sport, and – yeah, if we can tap into that, we would we'd be all for it. Well, if anybody can do it, I, I mean, you've got the mind to do it, so um, go for it. Well, well, thank you. Yeah, no, it's been fun, but yeah, we'd. Uh, and if you ever get down to the to Carolinas, come visit us. We'd love to show you around. I love to take people on tours of our facility, just show them how we make the orange whips and show what our process is. And it's been a fun business. And yep. I've uh, I've really been proud to see it grow. Now, before I let you go, you, you guys have been into social media pretty heavily. How has that benefited you? A lot. You know, it, it's a way to get quick and simple messages out to, to the golfers. And that's really my whole life is with Orange Whip has been to try to educate and promote and let people understand the benefits. Social media does that in a much quicker, faster way. And that, yeah. you know, you can tap into so many different areas of, of uh, the, the group of people that golf. Yep. Jim, thank you so much for the time. Again, thank you for the Orange Whip trainer. Again, text the word orange to 35270, your chance to. Win, a, uh, win an Orange Whip trainer. Thank you, Jim. Jeff, thank you. Thanks. This is Jeff Kopak. Dave Schultz, right around the corner. Stay with us. Backspin. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Hit down on the groove. Hit down on it. Welcome back to the Golf Show. This is Jeff Kopak on 740 The Fan, 107.3 FM on the dial, and 740thefan.com is the web address. Once again, thanks to Jim Hackenberg for joining the show. As we transition, uh, somebody who carries the orange whip in his his shop, I've seen it at the Fargo Country Club, David Schultz, kind of have to spend a few minutes with us. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. And once again, uh, to win an orange whip, text the word orange to 35270-35270. You are checking your phone pretty regularly here as as we walk into the studio on flood levels, and yeah, I guess let's get the uh, elephant out of the room right away. How are we looking? Well, it's going to be close. Um, <clears throat> we're safe to just about thirty feet on the front nine and the back nine, mm-hmm. and it's uh, you know it's just going. It, it says thirty one feet at the moment as we look at it right now, but it's starting to level off, and we're just we're, our fingers are crossed, and and uh, hopefully we can 
you know, scoot by here and, yeah. and not have the uh, front and back nine. Well, you opened up uh, May 4th a year ago, so I think, and you were saying the hope is that that, that remains. I think it'd be great. i um, hoping for the range in par three at the end of next week and, yeah, get the golf course open as soon as possible. This has been a brutally long winter mm-hmm. for everybody. Um, so much snow, and, and it's been so cold. And um, yeah, I just can't wait to get everybody outside having fun and getting our members and, and guests on property. What are you? What are you hearing from your members? I mean, it is long. How do you? I mean, they got to be just like, come on, man. A lot of a lot of tea time requests. Hey, can you get me a tea time down yeah. <laughs> down right. in Arizona or yeah. California or Florida? There, uh, for those who are traveling or trying to get on the golf course wherever we can't wherever they can. And then we have a lot of a lot of members and friends who are traveling to either Sioux Falls or Minneapolis or Des Moines, trying to get out of town and get some golf in. And I just feel I feel bad for the. Uh, for the high school golf teams, I mean, they're they they really don't have any meets yet, and they they're you know they're hitting in simulators, and, yeah. and it's a late April. They should be outside. You have simulators in your facility too, and it's, I think the last couple of years you've added what one or two more. Yeah, we have two. Yeah. Uh, one went up in the golf shop this year, which was kind of fun, but that's been taken down to prepare for the year. So, okay. and they get used a lot. I mean, they yeah. get used a lot, and I know there's a lot more options in town for winter golf, which is fabulous for golfers in this area, but. Um, you know, always it'd be nice to get, get outside and off of grass. I was going to address this later in the show, but you're a head professional. You've played. What are some things kids can do, uh, men can do, women can do, high school golfers can do in a simulator setting? Is there is is there any games or what can you do? Oh, there's all sorts of games you can do now in a simulator setting, and, and we do lessons. Uh, and we run scrambles, and and you can you can play. I mean, obviously, uh, it is a simulator. It's not like being outside, but yeah. it passes the time, and you get your body moving. You know, you you, you get uh, out of that stale state of just sitting around in the winter. Yeah. Um. So it's it's good to get active and and get swinging a little bit. Fargo's protected. I, I'm I'm guessing 18, 17. You'll have some flood issues there. Yeah, those yeah. are already under. Yeah. 17 and 18 are already under, and we you know we're that's about 23, 24 feet. Right. So. Uh, we do have a couple of new alternate holes that uh, weren't going to be ready right away to start this year, but we'll see what they look like if we want to to open those up early. Uh, but we have the par three course, and and we'll make do. We'll we'll eventually get this thing open. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Got to stay positive. Don't Absolutely, I mean, a glass half full. I mean, we're going to be playing golf regardless in in under three weeks, and and uh, that's a lot closer than we can say the last six months. Well, let's look forward to the year. The staff is pretty much remain the same. Lisa Schwinden, director of instruction. Yeah, it'd be great to have her yep. back. There's so many kids out there now. The membership is turned over, like I've I've mentioned, and. Uh, so many young families, so many kids out there, and to have her out there is fantastic. Uh, and then we have a, a nice group of assistant pros going to be with us this year. Zach Sklebar, Ryan Bailey, who's from Anchorage, Alaska, he's coming up to uh, be with us for the next six months. He was, he's coming up from uh, Austin, Texas. And then also uh, Andy Carroll, who just finished playing uh, hockey at uh, Mankato, and he's worked in the golf business every summer for the last eight years. So it'll be a good group to have the, uh, those guys in, and, and we're just excited to get going here. Played hockey at Mankato State? He did. Yeah. He did. Yeah, just finished, and he signed with the Vancouver Canucks, so he's finishing up in the American Hockey League. Mm-hmm. And once they get done with their playoff run, he'll be at the uh, Fargo Country Club. Uh, you know, that's a natural um, duo is, is golf and hockey. Absolutely, yeah. The, mean, the, the seasons don't cross yeah. over, and it's a similar move. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, what's uh, what are you looking forward to in, in, in tournaments now? I mean, I think the Junior Newman is, is is returning for another year, and that was a really big fundraiser. Uh, yeah, the the Newman Invitational is going to be again. It's going to be uh, Friday, May twenty sixth, eighteen hole, and then a, a nine hole par three shootout. 
Mm-hmm. And then all leads into the DJGA Russ Newman Jr. Invitational, which is going to be on Sunday, June 11th this year. And added uh, fun to this event is it's going to be a two-hour television special on KVLY. So they're going to come in and get a bunch of uh, a video, and, mm-hmm. and we're going to put these these uh, highlight these kids and get them on the tube. And uh, I think that'd be pretty neat for them. All, should, all thanks to the DJGA. They're, yeah. they're stepping up and doing oh, and that And they've done uh, um, incredible stuff, I think, in elevating the level yeah. and, and competitiveness, too. Absolutely. You know, it's uh, it's really great for these kids. I mean, it's all about the kids giving them a chance to uh, showcase their talents. Dave Schultz, head professional at Fargo Country Club, joins us on the golf show with Jeff Kopak, coming to you from the Gunnarsson Jewelers Studio in Fargo. Also added director of club operations. You just need more hats. Uh, <laughs> just yeah, no, you're I'm, too bored. Yeah, well, I joked that I thought we'd never reopen the golf course. They wanted me doing something. No, um, we uh, yeah, about a month ago took on that role, and um, I'm burning a little fuel here on takeoff. I like to tell people mm-hmm. so, trying to get this thing thing rolling, and uh, we got a great crew uh, at the Fargo Country Club. Uh, Eric Watson's an unbelievable chef, and Dave Lorenz and his grounds crew do a great job. So, and we've got a full membership and a waiting list. So we're very we're very fortunate right now. We just want to make sure we keep uh, keep the thing moving in the right direction. We're talking about the Dakota Junior Golf Association. Compare that, Dave, to what they're doing now, what's available for junior golfers out there, compared to like when you came up through the ranks and you were just a kid out there playing. You know, yeah, back in the day, it was FM Junior Tour was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had back in the day, we did have the FM All City, which was a which was a fun one, which yeah. I believe the, the forum put on. Yeah, um, and then really it was if you wanted, you know, the state. Golf Association events, uh, North Dakota State Golf, uh, stroke play and match play. But, yeah, I would say there's a big difference between what was available to us and what there is now. There's mm-hmm. a lot of options. And, and it can be a, a little overwhelming for parents to really figure out, okay, where do my kids fit? And so we get those calls and try and help them guide them into what would be the best for their for their kids. Would you be in favor of moving the high school season? You played in the spring here. I remember I covered you in, in a, I think it was in Wapiton, mm-hmm. and yeah. it was like 80-mile-an-hour winds, and, and it was just miserable. Right, right. Uh, personally, no, because I played high school football. Right. Um, that's just me personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I, I get it. I definitely get it. Uh, it's, it's tough for the last couple of years when – you're trying to play a sport, and you only get so many years to play high school sports, and, and it gets it gets yeah. wiped out with weather. And you know, on the flip side of that, you know, in 2016, when I was at Maple River, we opened the golf course March 11th. So I mean, it it's just it's such a wild card of when the golf season starts. But I totally get the I totally get the <laughs> argument because in the fall, you know, the the, the girls have their season in the yeah. fall. And they've got the whole practice facility almost to themselves, love themselves, it. and they yeah. can play as much golf as they want, and they better access to golf courses. So, and the golf courses are in great shape. I so. would love the idea of starting in, in, and it never happened because administrators won't go for this. But I'd start it in mid July and go through the end of August, have the state tournament at the end of August, huh. and you'd get more golf done in that frame yeah. than certainly looking at a year like this. Yeah, it's... you're playing better, courses are in better shape. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. But there is no great answer. That's the bottom line, right? And and I know you've been on this for a couple of years. Is it, is it a possibility of moving? Or um, no, I don't no, think so. Not, yeah, no. I talked to uh, Justin Fletchock, who handles golf for the North Dakota High School Activities Association, and uh, yeah, no, it's it's. There's been people asking about it. Yeah. But um, that's about as far as it's going. Well, April 20th, snowfalls of three to five inches. That'll that'll yeah. keep the conversation going, that's for sure. Yeah. So, well, i got to keep something going. I, <laughs> I, I need something to, to propose here. 
Oh, man. Uh, junior golf at, at FCC is, I mean, that, those are your next members. And so what do you do for these kids and what programs do you have out at your club? Well, boy, every day is pretty much filled. Uh, we have, Lisa has her uh, junior cup and, and group lessons on Mondays, and then we have LPGA girls on Tuesdays. We've got PGA Junior League practice on Wednesdays, and then every Monday night we go around, uh, or for five five weeks anyway, we do Monday night uh, PGA Junior League. So uh, we've, And then also having, it's important to have enough professionals where the parents can, you know, have a, choose an assistant professional, and that professional can guide that five to ten year old, you know, getting their swing going and working with them every single week and having that one on one experience. So that's that's really a big focus of ours for sure. They are our next members, and that's where the par three course is a beautiful thing, man. I mean, that's just it's it's one heck of an amenity. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the kids they can go over there and they can work at their own pace not feel like they're in the way of anybody, and they can learn the game. They can take a couple golf balls, chip around, and mm-hmm. it's a great place for family to uh, create some very special memories. What's That's, the dreams? Uh, I know you're a dreamer. Uh, you took Maple River and did a lot of things out there. What, any hopes and dreams at FCC? What would be in the future for you? What would be a, a wish list, if you will? Well, what's happening right now is a big focus of ours. I mean, how can we avoid issues with the river? Um, The river's not going away, and and the fact that it swells every spring is is pretty much becoming a constant. So, um, you know, I don't don't have anything to share today other than it's a focus on how do we we prepare and how do we uh, prevent uh, issues because 17 and 18 are underwater again. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact that it's, yeah. there, it's a it's there's a river on top of it right now. So how can we uh, look think really long term and uh, protect this golf course for the long term? Yeah, I know Tom Lehman tried and has addressed it, and maybe you know mm-hmm. some ideas he's had in the past. But and yeah. and we're protected to twenty nine and a half, almost thirty feet, which is mainly for a, a summer event. You right. know, a heavy rain. Um, historically, that would protect us on a situation like that. Whereas you know it, that does help on a. a a medium spring <laughs> flood, and mm-hmm. that's where we're trying to trying to thread the needle at the moment. Yeah, you did go through an irrigation project. How did that go, and, and how how did that? Uh, and that's not that's not a small deal there. No, it's not. The membership was fantastic. The, to understand, you know, you're playing 17 holes a day, or you're playing 16 and two on the par three. But we went this through this last year, a big project, and now every square inch of that property is is irrigated, mm-hmm. and it's the the Cadillac system, and and uh, Dave Lorenz, our green superintendent can can isolate heads and so he can be there on his phone and he can trigger a trigger a uh, irrigation head and water that just that not the entire line uh so there's the, the place should be flush which is great news for the beauty of the place sure but there won't be any more bare spots if you're you know in the trees you know you're going to you're going to be in some deep rough and it's going to create a nice challenge you know it's one of those investments that you need to make as a club and you don't really get to see it Right, it's not like a spanking new clubhouse or, or anything. Yeah. Everything's underground. Yep, but you got to sh- do it for sure. Yeah, it, it, you have to. It's delayed, delayed, tangible <laughs> results. Right, you right. know. And and once we get up and going mid season, I think we're really going to be able to like, wow, this is this has been fantastic. Other than two years ago when we didn't have any rain in the summer, guys were hand watering everything, and it just became. Oh, you yeah. know, there's so many things that the ground screw has to do to keep the place up. To be to having to hand water, it just doesn't make sense, and it's not cost efficient. So, uh, to have that new year's irrigation system was a must, and and I know we're we're really looking forward to firing it up. Dave Schultz is the guest. This is Jeff Kopak. This is the Golf Show. We're going to take a break. More with Dave and our conversation right after this. It'll cool right back. 
You got a slice like a sickle. It's a brass wedding ring, a dependable thing, though I wouldn't give you a nickel. And we're back. This is Jeff Kopak. This is the final segment of the golf show. Again, text the word orange to 35270 to win an orange whip. Dave Schultz is a guest, the head professional and, what did I say? I read it. Um, director of club operations. How do you fit all that on a business card? <laughs> if you have any complaints or issues, just come to me. Yep. <laughs> we'll do what we can. Congratulations on continuing a Jim Adelson tradition, the hole-in-one show. And those of us who have grown up in this area and and remember old Jimbo and all that he did for golf, uh, really appreciate that. And so, thank you. you, you another year. Yeah, thank yeah. you. It's, How was it? Uh, great. It's it's been a lot of fun. Um, passion project of mine, and uh, means a lot to me personally. And I uh, just really appreciate everybody who tunes into the show, and then and then uh, all everybody who comes out to try and qualify to be on the show, and then yeah. the brave souls that actually do come on the show. It's not easy to. It's pressure, man. It is a lot of pressure. There's something about that camera. Yeah, it is. It is. And I always tell everybody before we start the segment because when we're on the tee box together, I'm like, I just want you to know, it might be a little overwhelming because it's, it's going to feel like I'm screaming, but it doesn't come. It doesn't come off that way on TV. So it's it's been a lot of fun to. Uh, to learn and, and continue to grow the show. Are you surprised how comfortable you've gotten or felt right away with a microphone and camera? I mean, I mean, you grew up in the business. Doesn't mean it, it automatically translates to the to the children. Uh, it, it's taken a while. Every now, I went and looked back at the first episode of season one the other day. I was like, "Woof, <laughs> oh boy!" You know, it's. So I wouldn't it's, want to listen to my first golf show. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's been uh, it's been a fun process. I mean, you learn a lot about yourself, and and uh, you know, every everything that we do, we we look to improve and. Um, I'm I'm pretty proud of this season. I think the show it moves it moves well. The the pros have been great to step up and and do the the pro tip and then uh, and they're great co-hosts. We've got great golf pros around mm-hmm. this area, and so it's great to have them on. And uh, it, it's been really a fun process. I go back to the Play It Forward event uh, with Bell Bank with uh, Josh Dumel, Matt Collin, Amy yeah. Olson, yeah. and um, who am I missing? Mac, uh, you got them all. Yeah, Tom, yeah. well, Hoagie, oh, Tom Hoagie. <laughs> Who who's that guy? <laughs> what is this? My first show or what? He was there, but that was a blast. I mean, I yeah. thought that was an experience. That was a big time experience for you. That was fun. Yeah. A great, uh, what a great group of four, and then uh, yeah, the whole the whole crew at WDAY did a fantastic job, and it was what a special event. What mm-hmm. a special event. I yep. what should do it again. It, it was, was fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I was surprised how jo- uh, Josh is a good athlete. He was a college football quarterback. Yeah. I was surprised how big the guy is. He's like six four. He's tall. Yeah, you can yeah. see over the you can see he's, over the line. I see him in all these pro ams now, and he's playing on the like out in. He's on Pebble the celebrity Beach. tour. He's he big is, time. He's totally, totally. <laughs> Beverly Hansen, whose picture is in your is in your clubhouse or in your in your shop and in, in in the Fargo Country Club, uh, World Golf Hall of Fame. That's a big deal. It is. Yes, it is. How special is that? Yep, for sure. Um, I, I just think uh, we can't forget her. I'd like to see her. If you're in the World Golf Hall of Fame, that's as high as it gets. Yeah. And she played, for those that don't know, she played, uh, I believe, in the 40s and 50s. Uh, Fargo Central graduate, probably 1942, I want to say, but grew up in the, and her parents grew up in the Fargo Country Club. And, and she's one of ours. And I, I just don't want to leave her out. I think she needs to be remembered. Yeah, I so. agree. I agree. And we're we're in the process of creating a champion's room. Um, that's the that's the vision as you walk into the clubhouse. And, uh, you know, she'll be a mainstay there, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, as well as our, our current pros, right. you know, Amy Olson, Tom Hoagie. So it's uh, we've got a lot of great players that come from this area. 
I'd like to see something uh, as you walk in. I don't know. You know, that's just yeah. me. You know, or as you drive in there, some tribute to to, to your to your pros. Sure, so absolutely. I'll I'll, I'll spearhead that too. There not? you go. Well, I'm the guy. Let me know. <laughs> I got it. Dreamer. So, uh, the um, when when I think about golf and where we're at right now with uh, the flood and, and snow, uh, what are some things? I'm going to tap into your head professional head right now. What are some things golfers can do? I know you got the simulator, but is there anything else? I mean, putting in your living room, what? I mean, what, what can we do? Gosh. Um, I, I think it's <clears throat> getting as much many swings in as you can. I, I think now is a lot different than in the past where there's so many options. You've got – I mean, you can see a full ball flight at Sweet Shots, right? Yeah. That's that's really cool. Uh, then they've got all these restaurants and bars and places and, and family establishments that have simulators, and I, I think – uh, the main thing you can do is do some stretching and swing the golf club. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's there's a lot more tan- a lot more things that you can do uh, without a golf course. Um, you know, one thing we're fitting people into clubs, and I do stay away from wedges. That's just me personally off the turf. Uh, I, I think that fitting into wedges. I know I'm getting off the tangent here, but get fitting into wedges and mm-hmm. fitting into clubs. I think it's nice to to feel feel the dirt. Yeah, feel a divot, and especially with wedges. But we've been doing a lot of fittings, and you know, do a three wood and a driver out of the simulator. You get accurate numbers, and you won't be there's no wind. I mean, you can have great conditions, and you'll know exactly what uh, what's fitted properly for you. So that's one thing you could do: go buy some clubs, get ready for the season. Yeah, I played in the Sanford Health uh, swing training event to raise money for the Roger Maris Cancer uh, Center on Wednesday at Sweet Shots and cool and uh, oh, it, was, it was fun. Happened to be on the winning team, but I woke up Thursday morning sore. Oh yeah, you yeah. Know? I was like, wow, <laughs> I should have swung, you know, swung a club a few times before that. Yeah, but. the chiropractors are licking their chops. This golf <laughs> season's true. coming back. That's true. Uh, enjoy your job. You, you're loving it, right? This is what you want to do. You gave the you gave the tour a shot, uh-huh. and, oh, yeah. you, and no regrets. No, no, not at all. Yep. Not at all. I'm, I'm very, I'm very happy and. Uh, um, uh, yeah, no, I got a lot of work to do every day, but um, I'm, I'm thrilled at being at the Fargo Country Club, surrounded by great people, uh, both on the team and uh, and members. So, do you ever think you would make golf your total career, your your entire life? Yes, you did. Yeah, yep. well, yeah was, I mean, I was the goal was to play. Yeah, um, and at the time, it was like, no, I would, I wouldn't work in the business, but uh, now, yeah, it's it's a Great life and supporting a family. I mean, you got to get up, go to work. I love to get up early, four or five in the morning, and just start working. I just, I just, what mm-hmm. that's what makes me tick. I just love to go. Kids playing? Uh, yeah, they're going to get in. Uh, our oldest was in Lisa's lessons last year, and now our four year old is going to be in Lisa's lessons. So, with two out of three are going to be golfing, and, and the third is already uh, taking practice swings in the living room. How do you think you're going to be if they continue on that path as a parent watching your kid play? Because in golf, as a parent, I can just my my, my kids didn't play, mm-hmm. but if I'm watching them play, pins and needles, man. I mean, yeah, um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do all I can to uh, calm it down. You know, mm-hmm. don't 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 get fired up. You know, just one shot at a time, and it's a cliche, but just uh, have fun being out there. And if they don't want to play, they're they're not gonna play. I'm not gonna force them to play yeah. golf. I I think they're. Uh, probably inclined to they see it it's around them a lot and that's kind of what you get drawn to and they like doing it themselves so uh, I, I want to make sure that it's it's something that can be something especially three little girls mm-hmm. growing up in this day and age is going to be you know I, hey let's get some confidence let's let's just love going to the golf course 
building self-esteem, mm-hmm. and having a great time playing a sport. And I think golf is really, really perfect for that. Yeah, I coached my youngest in baseball until about, oh, you know, I think around 12, 13, he's, mm-hmm. he was done with me. Yeah, really? Yeah. Yep. I mean, he, so we had to deal with other assistants. Say, you coach my son, I'll coach yours. Yeah, that's he doesn't good. want to listen to me anymore. That's good. Yeah, no, my girls don't listen to me. They're Coach Lisa. It's yeah. Coach Lisa. Yeah. That's <laughs> so, all right. Sounds good. Yeah, so. that's awesome. David, best of luck this year. Thank you. Always a pleasure having you in studio. Hey, thanks for having thanks. me on. And we'll get golfing. You're right. Keep the keep it half hey, half full, man. Yeah, it's almost May. That's and right. We'll be playing. We'll be playing golf soon off grass and and. Uh, Everybody be sore, good soreness, and uh, making birdies out there, having fun soon. It'll be a, a betting a couple shekels on the 18th hole. That's so right. We'll get That's back right. at it. That's Dave Schultz. He's a head professional at the Fargo Country Club. Thanks again to Jim Hackenberg for joining us at the beginning of the show. Again, text the word ORANGE to 35270 to win an orange whip, and we will contact the winner uh, when we uh, probably later today. Until next week, this is Jeff Kopak. Hit him straight.